Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I'm Steve Wiseman, the Duke beer writer from the Raleigh News and Observer. Joined as always by Sheldon Williams, the landlord. Sheldon, how are you this fine weekend? I'm good. I'm good. It, it was a very interesting game uh, you know, yesterday and everything, but uh, I'm good. I mean, I got my Cowboys uh, jersey on right now, yes. so we got a good game tonight. Uh, <laughs> Primetime game and everything, but I'm good. I'm good. So I just need my Cowboys to win. It's a good weekend. There you go. <laughs> there you go. They got The Eagles are waiting, right? So you got to get to care of business right. and then go. Go, right. go get those Eagles. So, yeah, <laughs> um, very interesting Duke game to talk about on uh, Saturday. They went over Miami, a very, very important win for the Blue Devils, 68 to 66. Uh, they really toughed one out there, and we're going to break that down. Uh, remind everybody that the Believe in Duke podcast is sponsored by Bet Online. We appreciate their support throughout uh, uh, the, really the history of the, of the Believe in Duke podcast. They've been a great supporter. Bet Online remains the number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs, as we mentioned, the Cowboys playing tonight, to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup, info, player news, game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today or your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Let's start out talking about Duke. Uh, The biggest headline yesterday was Jeremy Roach being back. He wasn't in the starting lineup. First time he's come off the bench this year. Uh, but because they want to try to ease him back into it. But, boy, he really um, kind of calmed things down and hit some big shots. It's 14 points. That, uh, there were a couple times late in the first half where he had a couple shots, but nobody else was hitting any and kind of kept them from um, – it was a tie game at 38 at halftime because he had a couple shots late in the first half. Otherwise, Miami would have been ahead, and uh, that could have changed things. But uh, just w- what did you see from him? Uh, I mean, I again, I just saw – he, uh, again, he's kind of calmed things down and uh, really made a difference in settling things for, for the Blue Devils. What do you think, Sheldon? Yeah, I mean, we kind of said it last time during the uh, last episode against uh, Clemson, you know, kind of missing his leadership out there because he knows what, it like, what it's like to be out there on the road. And for him to be back, you know, here in Cameron at home, we have these tough situations and we needed a key bucket and it seemed like, you know, he had the, the layup, you know, when we needed a time to, you know, get back into the rhythm of things. Then all of a sudden he goes back to back where he hits a three, where we needed that three. It was a big three in the first half. So you saw the poise from our leader and we saw that, you know, when things were kind of getting a little bit of Ray, a little bit, he was kind of getting guys around, getting guys together and like kind of settle things down. And I think that was like a very, very positive thing for us because he was very, you know, composed and poised throughout the game. And it showed where, you know, we had, I think, uh, six or seven turnovers in that first half and mm. we only having three in the second half where right. things were kind of getting more a little bit more hectic in the second half but yet 
he was trusting his process and trusting, you know, his team. And he wasn't forcing anything. Like, it seemed like every time something came up, it was, all right, a mid-range jump shot, you know, bam, he hits it. You know, we need another bucket, whatever, bam, he hits it. Like, you no, know, he's passing the ball and he hit uh, Proctor a couple times and Proctor hits, you know, a couple threes too. So yeah. he saw that the presence that we didn't have for the last three games was very, it was a very good sign for us because we needed that and everybody we, uh, responded to that as well. Yeah, you're right. They, they they took his lead. He he was there to say, okay, I've been here before, and really, and I mean, literally been there before because, you know, in Cameron in the late game, he even mentioned it in the post game locker room, um, the Miami game last year, if you remember, Charlie Moore beat him off the dribble for a key and one late in that game that keyed Miami's win, uh, and Jeremy admitted late in that game yesterday that was in his mind. I'm not going to let that happen again, right? That happened to me last year. It's one of the reasons why he left the starting lineup for a while. You remember that? And that kind of messed yeah, with his season. Because I think it happened like, it was almost like back-to-back games where it happened like that last year, right? Where it, yes. he had a time where he, it was up to him one-on-one to stop the guy and he wanted to either get in a foul or the guy got past him. I think it all happened like back-to-back games and then that which led to him, you know, being benched and then, he wound up being, you know, Jeremy Roach of, you know, who we are seeing now, you know, late in the season last year. So, but I didn't think about that. That was a good point. I didn't think about that like last year that was against Miami. It was, yes. And he, he thought about it for sure. And because he remembered what it meant to him to have that happen. And uh, so remember late in the game yesterday, he held his ground. Uh, there was a slip play and he stayed with him and got the steal. He didn't make the free throw, but he got the steal and he used enough time to where, didn't really matter. He missed a free throw. They couldn't get a shot off to win it. So um, a very important play for, for Duke uh, uh, to get to get that done because, you know, once again, uh, they didn't shoot well down the stretch, right? They only they made a field goal in the last five minutes. Again, that's a dangerous way to win a game. Uh, but um, uh, they, unlike Clemson, where they did that, they made plays getting loose balls, guys diving on the floor, um, all those things, you know, uh, uh, they out reinvented Miami, which they have to do those extra plays. This is, this is a team that, that can't let that part of the game slip because they don't have the shooting to make up for it. I kind of wrote that today that like, you know, this is a game where they needed the energy of Cameron to win it. Right, and, right. uh, uh, and it worked. I mean, that's, that's, that's a great thing when you got, they're undefeated at home. I mean, Cameron's Cameron for a reason. You know, right. I mean, uh, I think yesterday's game was a 500 consecutive sellout game since going back to like 1990. Yes. But the, but the fact that, um, we make it hard on ourselves a lot of times, um, especially late in the game where we need that, that basket, you know, fortunately it worked in our favor where I think they only scored once in the last three minutes, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I'm over here, I felt like I played the game because I was over yelling at the TV <laughs> uh, last night. I'm like, get the rebound, get the rebound. You're like, somebody grab it, somebody grab it. And he kept popping all over the place and everything. But I mean, it was a, it was a, I felt like an old school type of game where, you know, it was kind of the back and forth. I can't remember how many lead changes that had during the game, but it was an old school feel to the ACC, you know, back and forth game and everything. And it was, it was just a great game. I mean, obviously, you know, being a come out on top, you know, it's going to be a great yeah. thing. But the fact that, you know, um, seeing the, the steps that we were making, I mean, shoot, uh, Lively came in in the second half and started the second half. 
And, you know, he had uh, some key plays, especially defensively, where I want to say this is the first time I've seen him in double-figure rebounds in a while. I think he had yeah. 10 yeah, 11 rebounds. Yeah, 10 and rebounds. And five block shots. Six offensive uh, rebounds on top of that. Five block shots, you know, you know, the guy was, you know, seven foot, seven foot one. He's over here switching off on guards and still able to keep himself in front of the guards. So he played really well uh, in the second half, which is why he played most of the second half. You know, right. he's, uh, he set, you know, Ryan uh, Young down a little bit, but Lively looked like a, big, a better player last, uh, you know, last night and everything. So I was like, I want to make sure I give him his flowers right now. I'm hoping to get more on the offensive end from him. Yeah. But the fact that he had double physical rebounds, five block shots, you know, of course I'm gonna love that. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, and that that's what he does. And the the also key was that you know he did it in foul trouble. He was in foul trouble. He had picked up his third foul early in the second half. And uh, you know, he kept playing. And you know, we talked about this. Uh it's it's a common thing for freshman big men, for any big man, but to learn to play in foul trouble, right? To learn to to still be aggressive defensively without fouling. And I mean, that's a tough needle to thread, but right. he seemed like he took a step forward in that. I thought yesterday, yeah, for sure. he definitely did. He definitely did. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, obviously they can use him on offense. I mean, they, they can use anybody to get, get some baskets, easy baskets, but, but yesterday uh, overall uh, you could really see the inside out offense, the way it was working. I mean, it was intentional point touches, uh, paint touches. Early in the game, uh, first five possessions, boom, boom, pan it down low, pan it back out, shoot a three there maybe. But they shot a little bit better for three yesterday. They did shoot 42% from three. I think they made nine of 21. Yeah, so um, that's the most three-pointers they made in the game since that Florida State game back in December. And uh, they were at 50% shooting for most of the game overall from the field until late, you know, when they missed 10 in a row and then uh, ended up, just above 40%, right at 40.3. Uh, so they finally broke the streak. They shot 40% or better. So that's a good sign. But anyway, th that's, I mean, that's the nitpicking part of this that, you know, obviously they could use easier baskets. No question about that. But, but the, the hustle, the getting on the floor for living for loose balls, the rebounding, the, the defending, those things have to be there every game, home or road. And as we kind of look forward now to Monday's game with Virginia Tech, that's the next step this team has to make. I mean, they fed off the energy of Cameron. It helped them win that game, give them a little extra boost, whatever it took. Now they have to do it on the road. They have to do it away from Cameron. Uh, and the first test is going to be Monday night against Virginia Tech in a place that can be tough to win. I mean, the Hokies are one and seven in the conference, so they're not playing as well right now. Uh, but Duke has to it's a quick turnaround. They've got to carry this momentum forward into that game. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, this is also a team that is now making its niche on a defensive end. You know, this is, I can't remember, outside of maybe two other teams they played this year, they held the the team below their season, season average. Right. This is, then this is now back-to-back -back games where the leading scorer of the opposing team Scores seven points. I mean, you know, we had a uh, what Hunter from uh, Clemson. Hunter Tyson, yeah, 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 and then you got uh, Wong. Yeah, both had seven. I mean, Wong had one point for majority of the game until like uh, he had almost those back to back threes. Like, oh, hold on a second, Wong. Yeah, he did good. Yeah, hold on a second. But you know, uh, that's testimony to our defense and how we are 
uh, making our niche on the defensive end. But the fact that we are doing this and holding opponents uh, below their season average is very good for us. We just need to capitalize on the offensive end because, you know, when it gets late in the game, we're right there. And we've seen it against you no know, Clemson. And we almost saw it against uh, Miami, but we're right there. And then going into next game, which is, uh, you said, one and seven, but this one and 17 came down to the wire with Clemson uh, a couple of days ago. Yes, so, last night, right. Right, right. So my thing is, is there's no easy team in ACC. And we've no. seen this time and time again. And the fact that we got to build on what we've been doing, not taking steps back, is such, such a big key for us. And, you know, Virginia Tech won the ACC championship last year, beating Duke in the final, right? Right. Some of right. those guys are back. Hunter Couture, Mutz, um, you know, Sean Padula. Those guys are back for that team. They've been hurt a little bit this year, which is why the Hokies don't have the record they normally do. But, um, yeah, I mean, back to what you mentioned about Isaiah Wall and the job defensively done on him. He was two of eight from the field, seven points. I mean, that's that's incredible work, mostly by Mark Mitchell. And Mark Mitchell did the good job on Hunter Tyson the week before. So, right, right. Um, you know, Mitchell, like he only had two points yesterday, uh, but it doesn't matter. I mean, if he's playing defense like that, they can get by with him just doing that. If he's shutting down their best score, that's a win, in my book. It definitely is. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> the guy, uh, I, I disagree with one of the calls. Um, Mitchell had a, a fast break and he wound up uh, doing a Euro. They call it an offensive foul. I'm like, yeah. That was blatantly, he, he, he gets by him and they call the offensive foul. And I'm like, I was like, I was very surprised at that. I know Mitchell was, but I saw his face and everything. But uh, outside of that, you know, the way Mitchell didn't play, you know, attacking the, uh, the glass, uh, attacking the rim when he drives. And then on top of that, going on the other end and guarding their best player. I mean, the, the guy is asking, we're asking a lot from him and he's providing each and every game. On that call, I want to mention that's the closest I've seen. John Shire maybe getting a technical foul this year. He was livid, livid. I bet. I, mean, I was too. <laughs> I was too. So, I mean, uh, it, it's almost like, that's a good point too, but it, it's almost like I'm waiting to see how does John react when he has to be that, that, that person where he's going to be animated, he's going to be lively about a misunderstanding about a call or whatever it is going to be. I was waiting for it. Is he going to get his first tech this year? You know, yeah. like his first year. Is he going to, you know, get his first tech? But, you know, he's been, John's been so, you know, composed most of his, uh, you know, even as a player, he's been always, you know, kind of composed anyway. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if that ever happens. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be him. I, I don't have a problem with that at all. But I did wonder, like, what would Kay have done in that situation, right? What, right, right. It right. would have been the ooh, boy. <laughs> the jacket might have came off. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would have been bad. But and that, but John was very animated too. So that's how that tells you. How, I mean, how bang bang ever call it was. It wasn't. You know, it really looked like it probably should have gone the other way. Let's face it. But that's. I guess that happens sometimes. It can't do because if you got to call it, uh, you know, that's that's the way it has. But. uh um, so yeah, they, they need to take it on the road. Next two games are on the road. Virginia tech on Monday night, Georgia tech on Saturday down in Atlanta, your, your crib. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to, to catch that game and everything. So, uh, come on over, I, man. I, yeah. Yeah. I was circling that date and everything. Cause I was like last year, like, I'm going to see, I'm going to see it. that they don't come to uh, Georgia tech. And I'm like, oh. yeah, but this year they come to Georgia tech. So yeah, I, I already have that, that game scheduled on my, uh, 
on my calendar and everything. Good deal. So, yeah. <laughs> three, o'clock, three o'clock in Atlanta on the McCamish Pavilion, but can't look past Virginia Tech. That's the team they got to get next. Correct, correct. And, uh, um, you know, uh, um, Shire talked yesterday also about they're finally getting the hole, you know, a little bit as far as now Blake's has the broken nose and uh, he's wearing the mask. So he only played the, the, what, the Batman mask. The Batman mask. Yeah. <laughs> he only played five minutes. But I mean, that's he's going to play. He's going to give him what he, can, what he can. Obviously, you know, he's in some pain with that and it's going to be tough. Um, and he's going to give him the minutes he can, but, uh, but other than, other than Jalen, uh, not to diminish him, but, uh, you, you saw Roach be able to play, I'm looking at the master, 27 minutes, which is more than what Shire really wanted to play him. Frankly, we needed him, <laughs> right? That's we the thing. So I'm he wants that, to play. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully there was no, uh, further, you know, damage like that, wherever he was actually, you no know, listening to his body and make sure that he's not doing any further damage where he's going to be out of three games. But the fact that I'm looking at the game, I'm like, we need him to keep going because we need that leadership on the, on the, on the court. And, you know, I know that the minutes are creeping up, but I was like, time like, is almost running out. We need him to keep doing what he's doing until yeah. the game's over. Yes. And he did it. That steal at the end, he, he had to be on the court for that play. And uh, so now I'm going to, I am going to watch Monday night to see residual effect from playing that many minutes on Saturday. Can he play as much Monday night or will they have to cut him back a little bit? I know if it's up to Jeremy, he's going to play. He won't, he didn't want to sit out at all this whole time, yeah, um, yeah. you know, but, uh, but sometimes the adults have to take over, right. And say, listen, right, man, right, right. let's save those bullets <laughs> for later. Right. So, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, absolutely. I mean, you got a kid that wants to compete and everything, but he's not looking at the longevity of everything. He's looking at the right now and in the moment situation. So the only thing that kind of scares me is like for a veteran team, they see a team that's one and seven they will go ahead and punch first and punch hard right out the gate. And hopefully that team lays down. Then all of a sudden, you know, guys can get rest. And guys who haven't played a lot, they get some of those uh, game rhythm, you know, out there on the court. And then all of a sudden, when you need these guys later on, it all of a sudden, they are able to help versus like trying to feel their way into the system and things like that. So hopefully this team, I even know it's a young team, Hopefully we can come out and punch first and punch hard and make them lay down and where guys like Roach can actually rest up and preserve his body. That's a great point for both the road games this week, actually, because they're both against teams that are at the bottom of the ACC standings. And you never want to go into a road game. Obviously, Dukes not play as well on the road as they have at home. You never want to go into a road game expecting a blowout or something like that. But, boy, that sure would be good for the Blue Devils, wouldn't it, to, to be able to, to get some breathing room, get maybe – a double digit workable double digit lead in the second half. So you can kind of mix change shoot in there a little bit, get him some minutes uh, in case, you know, in case Blake's has to sit out for more and somebody needs to take those minutes over for him uh, on a longer term basis because of that nose and, and everything going on with that. So that's one thing, maybe uh, not to get too heady, but think about going forward to this week for sure. So um, we will, uh, we'll have another episode, uh, breaking down the Virginia Tech game and looking forward to the Georgia Tech game uh, coming up later on this week. So we appreciate our, our regular listeners. We appreciate the support from uh, Bet Online supporting the Believe in Duke podcast. Uh, great win for the Blue Devils on Saturday. No no way around that. Big time win. Get them back in, as they try to climb back up the ACC standings. Uh, I think they're in eighth place now, but there's there's a big log jam there. Everybody's six and three. Duke's five and three. 
So they're just like one half game out of, you know, kind of catching that big group that's that's fighting right, right, right behind right. Clemson. I mean, everybody's in a, a cluster jam and everything. So, I mean, that's yes. good. And even yes. though we don't like the way our record looks, you know, across the league, it's kind of like the same way and everything. So at least that's a good thing. And then on mm-hmm. the last thing is I got hit up uh, last night. Um, a bit of sweet news, I guess. Uh, 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 Baycott is going ready. Uh, he's getting ready to pass my uh, all-time uh, uh, rebounder because I'm number yes. two. I'm number two in all ACC rebounding. There, okay. He's. Uh, they told me he's 42 rebounds away. It's like that, whatever, from breaking my record and everything. So I'm not sure he's gonna be able to catch. You no, know, Tim Duncan, who I was chasing, but you know, it's Tim Duncan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, I got hit up yesterday about that. And I was like, oh man. I, I guess I'm top three now. So, but <laughs> okay, yeah, um, yeah, 42 rebounds for him. That's probably five games, maybe yeah. four games. Yeah, uh, yeah. Way he, way he, way he collects them. So, congrats to him for sure. That was a yeah. big. You know, he played really well yesterday against State, and uh, I know he passed Tyler Hansborough on UNC's all time. And Ty- Tyler was back at the game, and they took a little picture together and all that. So, so good for him. But anyway, that's uh, that's very uh, that's very generous of you. Uh, could be that way. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But the guy yeah. in the other, and the other, the other blue jersey. The other shade of blue. Yeah. 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 Exactly. exactly. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. So great. Good luck to the Cowboys. Uh, yes. I guess yes. won't appear until after the game's over. But yeah. Uh, Ho- hopefully we take care of business. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. And uh, everybody, join us back later on this week. So we'll have another episode uh, hitting on Friday to uh, to break down the the game against Virginia Tech. Look forward to the weekend against Georgia Tech. Thanks everybody for joining us this time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.